Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Thursday, April 22nd, 2021, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. Head over there right now and tell them that Lockdown sent you. Uh, I am Detroit sports writer Noel Bianchi. With me today, as always, is Detroit Sports Encyclopedia, host of the Bentley Show and co-host here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast, Scotty Bentley. What's going on, Scotty? How's it going, pal? Going pretty well, man. Watching this uh, this Zach Short MLB debut on the TV behind us while, while we got this going on. So pretty, pretty, pretty solid day. Let's play two, you know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love me some... Uh, My boy comes back writers. today. Spencer Turnbull. Top 20 pitcher in baseball comes back today. Pumped. Shout out, producer Brian. <laughs> Shout out, producer Brian. <laughs> uh, we got a mailbag episode for you guys today. Uh, should be pretty good. We've got some pretty interesting questions in here. Uh, first, I feel like maybe we should do a little bit of a, a tidy up from the game two between the Red Wings and Stars. Yeah, uh, probably fair. In the midst of this four game series, they will play again on Thursday night. So tonight. Um, and just really. Uh, I've talked about the different types of losses before this season and, and what the kind of MO is and what the most common frequent losses. Uh, and last night was a perfect example of the, the most frustrating recurring uh, theme in a loss, which is they come out, they play absolutely horribly for the first 10, 20 minutes, uh, and then they tighten it up and then they make it respectable kind of towards the end, uh, but are never really in it. It's just kind of like a slow bleed out while they're like, punching at the air, trying to, trying to save some sort of life, get something, you know, inflict some sort of damage. Uh, but it was, I mean, it was two, nothing like uh, immediately into this game. And then from that point, um, I, I it's the stars are a tough out, especially for a team like the Red Wings, because they match up well uh, against the, the Red Wings. They play the exact same style. They're just a little bit better. Yeah. I think uh, a point you made there is really, <clears throat> really good is that like, if this team played three periods like uh, every night, I, I think it would actually be – I'm not saying we'd be like 500 even in the middle of the pack, but like we wouldn't be a cellar dweller if, if, ever, if we could get, just consistently play com- like the second and third how we played the first. You know what I mean? Like it always mm. seems to be just like one period, like you said, where it just – Absolutely. It just hits the fan and it's just over. Um, so I think that that's a, that's a really good point and something that I think all four of these teams have kind of struggled from uh, the last couple of years. And yeah, this one, uh, we, you know, we kind of talked about the uh, starting to look more into like the advanced metrics. Uh, this one was a lot more competitive than the last stars game you know we we kind of talked about it and broke down the advanced numbers uh in in the last game and that even though it went into a shootout and we lost the stars kind of had the upper hand the entire game this one was uh 
especially second and third period, significantly more competitive. The Stars outplayed us in the first, absolutely. Um, but if you're looking at like expected goals and shots on net and stuff, uh, this was actually a really even game. And at a couple of different points, the Wings actually uh, had the it, the 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 stat nerds will tell you that the Wings actually had the advantage in the upper hand at a couple of points this game. So. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. If, if we can just play like we did in the second and third for three periods, I think as a whole, this team would, would actually be a lot more competitive than people realize. And there are so many games like that, right? Like they just come out and they start so flat and uh, against a team like Dallas, like you're just not going to get those goals back. It's just, it, it is the way it is. Um, and Jason Robertson, man, like he, he continues to just tear up the wings. He had a goal yeah. on, on Monday night. He had a goal again on Tuesday night, had an assist on Joe Pavelski's goal, who also, by the way, has been an absolute monster this year. He's got 19 on the season. Uh, just all in all, you know, we'd, we'd like to see those starts get a little bit better. And I, I even tweeted this out. I just to start that slow on Adam Ernie's birthday is just disrespectful. You know, like where, where is the the love for an all-time great, the, the warrior spirit for an all-time great? Uh, it's just, just kind of a bummer. So uh, we'll get at a negative one too. <laughs> Jacob Verona did have a nice, uh, a nice assist. I, we should touch yep. on that too. Like that was a, that was a perfect example of what he brings when he's not scoring. Um, he uses speed to, mm-hmm. to kind of create some space between him and a defender. And that led to him being able to basically create a passing lane for himself. He found Philpula uh, over in the slot, Philpula berries. Um, so that was just a, a quick thing I wanted to touch on as well. Yeah, obviously a, a awesome play. Awesome. And, and I think that's something that, a, a an aspect of his game that he could develop that and not that it, it wasn't a one-for-one trade obviously and all that but something that he could develop that mantha maybe never would have gotten he obviously the goal scoring uh advantage advantage mantha and i'm sure we'll get into that at some point uh i think we got a couple we, of questions involving that <laughs> um but uh yeah that's definitely it's definitely nice to to have you know the more playmakers the better that's that's really what it comes down to hundred percent. And so that kind of leads us into our first, well, I guess maybe not so much as it would have if uh, led us into this question 60 seconds ago, but um, (laughs) we'll we'll go into our first question. Now this comes from Lena. She says, do you think that this season helped a resurgence of excitement for the franchise? Or do you think that some of the games were too boring to keep slash add fans? I think definitely without a doubt um, this year has been significantly better than last year in terms of generating excitement. Uh, They have had a lot of these games, but uh, last year, a majority of these games were like this. And, and um, those games where they're not immediately going down, they're generally speaking able to stick with whoever they're playing and play up to their competition, as long as they can make it out of the first period unscathed for the most part. I, I would, one thing I should probably have, have looked up is like the, uh, the splits for like goal scored, uh, against by period. But um, I, I do think that this team is a lot more exciting. This team is, has given you a reason to watch when last year there was absolutely nothing to watch. It was like, Hey, is Phillips Adina scoring like that? That was pretty much the only thing to watch. Now I think there's a little bit of excitement, even with guys like Fabry and, and Bertuzzi out. Um, I think there's still stuff on a nightly basis. You know, how's Chalowski look? How's Lindstrom look? Uh, and the fact that they're, you're getting to look at these guys not in five, six, seven goal losses for the most part um, is more digestible. And then you toss in the fact that, hey, I would argue that 
maybe for the first time in a long time, like you go into every game thinking, okay, this team has a chance to win tonight. And that was like, there. it was last year, every single thing had to go right. You never thought this team has a chance to win tonight. It was, is the, the, opposition going to completely self-destruct and give the Red Wings a chance to win. Like there, there was nothing that they could do to go out and take it. I think that's changed. For sure. I, I think um, just something that kind of comes with at the, the upswing of all rebuilds too, is just when, when the kids start getting called up and the kids start getting more opportunities, that's when people are going to start getting relatively excited again. And, and while we haven't seen, any of the, the big, big guns yet. Um, I think that we're starting to see the, the prospects starting to trickle in, uh, which is a big deal for excitement and, and for the future. Um, you know, like the, the Giovanni Smith, like the how hat trick is honestly, that's Giovanni uh, uh, Smith's like one of my favorite Red Wings, honestly, ever already at this point. You have like, a Giovanni Smith jersey bought it for I do. For your, happy birthday to Scotty Bentley. Did we give Scotty a, a happy birthday? Oh, yeah. Such yeah, a birthday. <laughs> like, put you up on the video board. Yeah, there you go. There you go. The I get jo- it. Joe Louis Arena. From like mom and dad. Up yeah. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, Smith like the, the how hat trick is like one of the coolest moments of the season, I think. And, uh, and, you know, we got Valeno is now up and we could see him in the coming days to end the season. And, and I, I just think having this, this, the more prospects that will start playing, the more excited the fan base will get for Red Wings hockey again. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and it's, like I said, it's like that for all these teams really. Um, So I think kind of, even ending the year, these last, you know, five to 10 games, just having these, like I said, like Valeno and stuff kind of come up is, is going to add for excitement for next year. And then I think next year is the, I think that's the big year. I think mm-hmm. next year is the year that, that I, I still don't expect us to be a lot better win loss wise, but I am beyond excited for next season. Like truly, I, I am, I am so excited for another Eisenman off season. I'm so excited for, uh, a lot of these prospects, I think, uh, I think next year's the year where we're going to see a huge influx in these kids starting to play. And I'm already beyond excited for it. And to that point, uh, I think next year's the year where we start to see some of that excitement get brought back. I think next year's the year where for you sure. start to see where you have this year with the Tigers and the Pistons, where like, right. not only are the young guys there, but they could be key contributors. Like it, you right. know, when, if most ciders just tossing people around the ice next year, that is going to get people to tune in. That is going to generate excitement uh, and all that good stuff. So thank you, Lena, for that question. She had another one, but we'll get to that uh, towards the end of the show. I got to talk to the folks about 1010. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring ideal for engagement, mother's day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the only perfect way to bring light into her life they're available now through mother's day only on bluenile.com just search the words 1010 this collection features high quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and it's fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful if you're on the hunt for the perfect gift uh, a unique ring that she'll treasure forever you're definitely going to want to check this out it's actually my girlfriend's birthday uh tomorrow I'm, i think i might go on to 1010.com and 
get her a nice little rank. Uh, maybe not as an engagement rank, but just as a conversation piece. Um, so you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long. Find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Down at center. Couple is back in for Datsu. This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft from April 29th to May 1st. All right, Scotty, we are back. Segment two here at the Locked On Red Wings Podcast, where we are a proud member of the Locked On Podcast Network. Do us a favor. Go follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. Toss us a subscription. Well, not a subscription. Just subscribe. You know, subscription you typically have to pay for. We don't charge anything to subscribe. We're uh, you know, very charitable people. We think this podcast should be free, mostly because we don't have high opinions of ourselves, but I digress. Um, <laughs> subscribing is the only way to make sure that each and every morning when the uh, when you wake up, you're getting ready for your morning commute, that the newest episode is downloaded, readily available for you to uh, dig into. Let us keep going on our mailbag uh, questions. This one comes from Matt. He says, where does Ken Daniels rank in the Detroit play-by-play hierarchy? Wow. All of Detroit. All of Detroit. So I love this question. This might be the question of the show. I had a feeling that you would have opinions on uh, this. Yes, absolutely. So currently, is, is it like a – do you think it's like an all-time thing or it's just like the current slate of who we got going right now? I mean, don't go like too far in the past. Like don't count Ernie Harwell. Like that's not fair. You know, like – Sure. But Mario we'll go, and like, Yeah, we'll go like the last decade – so okay okay i mean like i I, for for current he's at he's one he's one Mm -hmm. one for me if we're talking current across all the teams he is he is comfortably one one in my opinion i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, i have a tara very tough time it's just Uh, tv right or is it all no no all play by play okay like he him and dan dickerson yeah okay okay okay, i I cannot i was just thinking tv i was just thinking tv but yes if we're if we're counting radio two then then dd's up there as well for sure so he him and Um, dan dickerson are in a league of their own well actually i would argue i would probably put uh, I would probably Laha's put Dan not Miller, there. Dan Miller Laha is not there. Uh, conversation. I mean, Ken Cal, sure. Uh, sure, I think might be in the tier below it because for the only fact that, like, I don't like Red Wing. You know, you don't watch a lot of hockey on the radio. Like the the big moments, the moments that I remember are all Ken Daniels calls. Um, and it's just not the same thing for baseball and football where a lot of times you know a big tigers moment happens and then you get the dan dickerson audio with it you know sometimes for that sure. is the case and, and ken Kyle is fantastic ken kyle is in the upper echelon of you know people who are doing his job but i would say just in the the realm of like eh, i don't know it's it's tough to say whether whether ken i, I think he does belong in there um he's up there He's yeah, up there for but, sure. I, I agree. But I think I think Dan and, and Ken are like 1A, 1B. You know, like yeah. I think that's like if we're making a tier list, like S tier is those two. 
And you can still be in the A tier and still be damn good at your job, but like it's Dan and Ken, you know what I mean? But where's Dan Miller go then? Which tier? Because I think Dan Miller, I I have a hard time saying that anybody in particular is bad at, or is better at their job than than Dan Miller as it is. That's true. I think Dan That's Miller's true. got it all going on. He's got the 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 great touchdown call, touchdown Detroit yep, Lions, for sure. And like that for guy sure. sets up a play, classic, very very well. Matthew, he's got three receivers to his left. Calvin on his right. Oh There's yeah, three seconds no, left yeah, on the clock. Sure. Hikes looks fakes. The calls are electric. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That that's tough, man. That's tough. Um, I don't know. That that's really tough. I like. I I feel like we're, we're it's like a cop out to say that three people are all in the same tier. You know what I mean? Like three yeah, people like are all like S tier, right? Like, <laughs> like three of the eight people are all like. The, there you go. But like, I, I do think that S-tier. like Detroit sports in a way is very spoiled. Like as a rich very wealthy in this regard like when it comes to to good broadcasters play-by-play guys for sure i i completely agree with you i i think uh yeah outside of out well yeah i i agree with you i i think there's there's a couple uh a couple no and i don't but, i don't feel right knocking anybody down for sure I agree. that's that's I what agree. i'm having i tough, agree i i, I yeah that's what i i am feeling the exact same uh dilemma um I, I do think that those three guys specifically are in. Uh, I, I don't think anybody else in the Detroit play-by-play world is, is really competing with any of those three at the moment. Yeah. Now, if we're, if we're looking historic, I mean, looking at those guys have all been 10 years for a while too. So if we're looking mm. at like last 10 years, the only other people you're adding into that is Mario and Rod. Besides that, everything's been the same. Yeah. And they were good, um, but they were never like great tier. They were, yeah, they, they well, were, they, they were, were really, really interesting. Good. Yeah, they were, I, they were interesting. They were, um, I think if, I don't even know how to word it. <laughs> I don't even know how to word it. I, they were, they were very, very good. Um, I, I still think. You think Dickerson. that we might have loved them a little bit more simply because they were the voice of the greatest era of Tigers baseball that we'll ever watch? Uh, well, I hope that's not true, but yes. I, I think it also kind of has to do – again, like I'm not – I don't want to like like talk negatively on anyone, but like I think it also kind of has to do with like how how most people view the, the predecessor as well. Like mm-hmm. the, the people – like the booth now – is you can have your own opinion on every anybody individually, but as a whole, it is just not what it was during that era. It's just not. You can say the same about the team. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think it's all their fault. I do think a lot of it has to do with announcing one of the worst stretches in baseball history. Like that can't help. Uh, but I, I I think people associate Mario and Rod really good Tigers baseball current booth bad tigers baseball and i think that that's kind of what yeah uh, a lot of people's opinions stem from but back to the original question ken is definitely in in the the s tier if you're making a tier list it doesn't matter who you have in there but ken is not not in there you know what mm. i mean no 100 um all right let's talk about we got another, our next question comes from sergio friend of the program he says which former red wing of the last five years that's still playing 
would help the current Red Wings the most. And I think maybe we should throw Anthony Manta out of the mix because, I mean, you just look at what he's done getting to Washington. Been pretty solid. It's like that guy. I sure would like to have him (laughs) back uh, or that version of him. Um, So we'll skip Anthony Manta. I think the honest – I have my answer. I think mine is Thomas Tatar. Um, Really? You look what he did uh, in Montreal, and he really kind of helped be somebody who kind of led the not I don't even know if resurgence is the right word but like last year they didn't have the greatest year and he was their leading point getter 61 points in 68 games 22 goals like he very much is like a Tyler Bertuzzi player to me to where like he can create and he's a really really strong you know good forward but then also uh he has he just has the ability to finish like he just puts pucks in the back of the net when he has an opportunity to do so and I think that's something that the Red Wings are sorely missing both with uh Bertuzzi not being in the lineup and then even you know when Bertuzzi is in the lineup like he could never have enough of those guys and I just think like being able to kind of move him around on the wing as you see fit um would really be beneficial um I have another person in mind but I'll let you go and, and see what you got before we get to that Okay, mine uh, mine is AA. Personally. <laughs> I, like, and I know that kind of sounds ridiculous because like he, he probably he, wouldn't he, ever play because the defensive responsibility thing with Blashill is right. very, very important. Correct. So like I I I like man, like I, I like I get it, and like uh, I know that his his numbers post uh, Detroit have not been, uh, uh, well, at least in Edmonton weren't exactly incredible, but like, he's got 20 points in 35 games this year. Like, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I, and again, like a big thing for me is like, um, given where this team is, it's still like future outlook. Like he's still only 26, uh, center depth is never a bad thing. I don't know. I, uh, I, I, I think my answer would probably be AA. My uh, consolation answer, my honorable mention, uh, is Peter Morazic. Um, he's just having sure. an incredible That's year. Very, 939 percentage fair. and only nine games played, but uh, nevertheless, um, he's just absolutely, absolutely killing the game right now. Uh, and I and he's still pretty right. young, so like that. We kind of touched on this, like, do is that a regrettable trade given that, you know, they didn't really get anything out of it long term. And then, you know, it was it was a nothing trade ultimately. Um, right. And he's a guy who you'd probably like to have right now. Uh, probably over, over either guy that you have and uh, that. So uh, Peter Morazic definitely got to be kind of towards the top of my honorable mention. Uh, let us go to another quick break real quick because i got to talk to the folks about rockauto.com they're a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years chain stores they have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers but rockauto.com's prices are always the same for everybody and are always reliably low they're an equal opportunity pricer uh, rockauto.com always offers the lowest price available rather than uh, changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do or like you know ebay does with sports cards and things like that like no matter what the price is that's what the price no matter who you are that's what the price is uh, and that's the best thing about rockauto.com plus at the fact that their website is unique remarkably easy to navigate you can quickly see all the parts available for your car or truck and choose the brand specifications and the prices that you prefer. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and shoot, 
even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And when you go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck, just write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you? They've got amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts that your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. Also got to talk to the folks about betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline even has you covered for the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N to receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Lockdown and Odyssey, is happening now, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lockenfora, and Brian Baldinger. Our local experts for every team are making trades uh, and picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Odyssey is your home for all the sports podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey. All right, segment three of the Lockdown Red Wings podcast, wrapping up a mailbag episode. Let's get to our next question. Um, Amy Rothenberger, friend of the show, host of Lockdown Capitals, says, which teammate led the push from hand-holding to butt tasks with Jacob Verona? Also, how long will Anthony Mantha re- remain a goal-per-game goal scorer? And she sent a little uh, kissy face uh, with that, which I thought was kind of uh, – you know, rude, uncalled for, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I guess I get it because like the, from day one, like everybody was saying that they got fleeced. And so I would probably be a little bit spiteful uh, in the opposite direction, given, you know, the circumstances. Uh, yes. In regards to the first question with uh, the, the change from handholding to butt taps, I am not sure because the video that came out, it looked like Richard Ponick was like reaching back to like grab his hand and then Troy Stetcher slapped his butt. And then uh, <laughs> poor Jacob Verona is just getting abused in the, in the t- <laughs> line heading out to the, <laughs> and then Dylan Larkin came over and put a stick in his teeth. Uh, right. <laughs> no. Uh, so then like Troy Stetcher slapped his butt and then uh, I don't know, like he just, he never grabbed Richard Ponick's hand. So maybe that was him realizing in that moment that that's what he you know preferred or or what he needed to get himself going and then he like that was his like letting go of the training wheels moment where he's like no i'm good or you know he's like telling richard ponick to like let go like let go let go i'm okay i'm doing it he's like going out on the <laughs> ice by so fast. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean i uh there's been it's been a big a, a very much uh talked about thing on uh on wings Twitter. So like, it's definitely not, uh, it's not, it's not unknown by the fan base. There's a, there's a watch for it by, by people uh, when they're, you know, when videos come out, when they're going out of the ice and stuff, it's definitely, uh, definitely something that people are keeping an eye out for, but yeah, I don't think he's found like a, uh, a, a set partner yet. We're still kind of, we're still kind of figuring it out. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, our next one comes from Pete. Oh, the Anthony Mantha thing. Probably a long time. I don't know. It just... <laughs> Sure. It is what it is. Yeah. Sure. Years, probably. Yeah. Uh, Pete wants to know, would you rather have the reputation of Jamie Benn or would you rather have to wear those stupid effing hats that he wears every day for the rest of your life? Uh, I. This is a tough. This tough is a really tough one. Those hats are very dumb, but also his reputation, also pretty dumb. I have like long been... I don't even know if like anti-Jamie Benn is the word. I just... He's somebody that I could not care about so much like i i can't be possibly i'm like annoyed whenever he's in the news cycle i'm like who gives a shit about jamie bent like i don't i just think he's so irrelevant for lack of a better term um i don't don't know what like he's not cool he's not like i can't think of a jamie ben highlight i can't think of a funny jamie ben (laughs) moment like i just i could not care less about jamie ben and that's always the way it's been and maybe has something to do with the dallas stars in general um but just like that whole like thing that the Jamie Ben led Dallas stars got going on. Like it just, I just get out of here. I, I never want to see him go far in the playoffs. I just. So what's awful. your answer to the question? I think I would rather wear the stupid hats that he wears. <laughs> if I had to pick gun to my head. I think, uh, I think I would rather wear the hats too. Cause I feel like, Cause I feel like, you know, with our personalities, like we're pretty cool people. And like, if yeah. we wore the hats, people would be like, those That's... guys are sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason that they're stupid is because JB Ben wears. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? Like, yeah. Like if cool people wore them, it'd be like, Oh, like this guy, this guy knows what's up and these hats might be trendy, but like, it's just cause he wears them, you know, like that's how, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going with the hats. I would, and I'm I would try call and that. Them the Aaron Rodgers effect, you know, mustaches sure. are cool. So sure. when Aaron Rodgers has a mustache, it's like, get the hell out of here. Right. Like, it's like do, not you, cool do you mind? Right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to be cool over here. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and you just, he's got such a punchable face that. Oh yeah. Almost like, time. you know, a no brainer. Uh, Jack, this is kind of a throwaway one, but Jack Bushman from Lockdown Blackhawks says, "Are you guys seriously about to lose all four to Dallas just to break my heart?" Uh, and then he calls. You see us, my reply? Uh, a mean word. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I hope so. I mean, like, what was the Breakfast Club? Uh, I hope so. Dot gif. Right. I hope so. I don't, I don't know, know, but like, I mean, that'd be cool. <laughs> if like, if we're gonna lose, it can at least come at the at the Hawks' expense. That'd be nice. A hundred percent. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like the the losing to the Hawks sucked, but like losing to the Stars and knowing that that's not what the Blackhawks want to happen, like it's a little right. more tolerable that way. Makes it makes me uh, it makes me sleep a lot better at night for sure. Um, and then Lena's last question. We'll wrap it up with this. She says, "If you're going with food as an option, you have to give restaurant or recipe recommendations." Scott, I'll let you go first on that. Uh, what is uh, what is the question? Just give a, a restaurant or a recipe recommendation. Uh, can I literally plug my dad's restaurant? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, downtown Pontiac, Little Mo, uh, ran by ran by Mr. Kevin Bentley. Uh, yeah, man, that's, I mean, that's my, that's obviously my, my restaurant recommendation. There you go. Yeah. Carry out. You can do like a feed the frontline thing. Yeah. It's cool. He's got it going on down there. Uh, I got two restaurant recommendations. One of them is, is called Chad's Bistro. Um, mm. if you've never been there, Big it's time. one of the most amazing 
amazing food places in the entire world. It's a gourmet sandwich shop. I worked there for the last six years before I ended up uh, leaving uh, at the end of 2020. Um, everything is made from scratch. The bread, the the meats are all cooked in house. It's, it's as from scratch as you can get for a sandwich shop. Uh, and I just absolutely love it there. So definitely I would, I would go there. The second place that I would say is this it's, on 19 in Garfield in Clinton Township, it's called Naked Burger. Um, and they're very similar. Like it's a scratch kitchen. They do, they have this amazing, amazing ketchup type thing. Uh, it's called ketchup jam, I think is what it's called. And it's like a little bit spicy and it's a little bit different texture than ketchup. Uh, but it's just amazing. Like anything where like everything is made from scratch, like that's kind of my bag. Um, sure. And then as far as a recipe recommendation, do you got one for that? Um, I had some cereal this morning. There we go. just put cereal in it and the milk, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh, just like Mexican food in general. Like I have that uh, very much in my heritage. And so it's a thing that I've like grown up eating and I've like sure. one awesome thing about it is that you can like make – a lot of Mexican food you can make for a lot of people. And so one of my favorite things to make um, is called chicken tinga. And basically what it is, is you just blend, uh, you know, a couple big cans of tomatoes. Um, you can pre-roast them if you like, sometimes I do that. Uh, and then with uh, onions, garlic, uh, chicken broth, um, cumin, you know, a couple other spices, uh, you blend that up, you pour it into a big pot, you throw like a, a, rotisserie chicken that's all shredded just throw shredded chicken in there and then you just let it simmer reduce uh for like an hour until the sauce becomes super thick and then you know it's been cooking in that chicken the whole time and then uh you can just go and, and pull it out of your fridge it's it's relatively healthy it's got like good flavor to it good freshness to it um and that's 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 typically my go-to for when i have to cook for a lot of people um, but I'm a huge, huge, huge cooking fan. I'm actually making, uh, in a, about an hour, I'll be making, uh, some nice Delmonico and, uh, mm. New York strip steaks, some lobster tails, pierogies and, uh, almond sauteed green beans. So I'm super excited. I'm a big food guy. If you ever want to talk about food, hit me up on the timeline. Um, <laughs> And uh, it's kind of my bag. So uh, anything else, Scotty, before we uh, send these send these kind folks out uh, for the rest of their day? I don't think so. I think, uh, yeah, man, that, that's about it. All right. Well, we will be back tomorrow, um, presumably to, to recap part of the game. And then, again, do some more long-term outlook type stuff. So subscribing is the only way to make sure that, that episode hits your inbox uh, and is ready for your morning commute when you wake up each and every morning so be sure to do that like i said follow us on twitter at lo underscore red wings i'm at nolan bianchi and scotty bentley is at bentley scotty uh see you guys back here tomorrow same time same place it's your team every day Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.